Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back on the Roto Experts. Thanks for joining us this morning. We got Emory Hunt coming up here in a minute. He's in Mobile, Alabama. You can catch him on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. Uh, he does a lot of coverage. He does the Sunday game day show, Fantasy Lineup Lock Live. Uh, that's each and every Sunday game days during the season. Uh, he did that with Corey. He did it with Dane Martinez and Maria Marino. So he was there every Sunday. He's the CEO and founder analyst at football game plan so he's a czar of the playbook he's a member of uh, many different football organizations football writers association uh, he has some good stuff this week on both the senior bowl and i'll say this above all you got to follow him on instagram and on twitter because he's got some incredible pictures of food from the Mo- greater mobile alabama area emory how you doing buddy i'm doing fine man i appreciate you having me on uh, what's better the food or the football well, they kind of go hand in hand, man. Sometimes I forget I run a football account instead of a food account, but you can't pass <laughs> up good food when you see it displayed in front of you. That's good. Hey, stuff. what's going so, on, my man? Yeah, go what's ahead. What's up, sir? How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Scotty, good morning, go Emory. How are you? Good morning, Scott. How's it going? Good, good. Now that we got you on, it's good. Yeah. So, um,. Emery, I'll start with the obvious position that people have been talking about. Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield have really been the two big names that people are talking about. I think it's more of the same with Allen, a little bit of inaccuracy, but a lot of stuff that people have become enamored with, how big he is and how some at times he looks like he could be the best quarterback in this draft. And then with Baker Mayfield, same old, same old, accurate, uh, competitive, the whole thing. So, have you? Do you get a sense that either guy has made a bigger impact than the other? No, I think it's more what the same for those guys coming into this All Star game. I just find it funny that, and I'm glad I'm here because you get to see what happens, juxtaposed to what people tweet about what they think happened. Um, because to be honest, Allen looked like Allen looked all season long, very hot and cold, strong arm, inaccurate. We get all that. Mayfield showed exactly what he showed to me on film and also more exclusively in that bowl game against Georgia in the Rose Bowl. When it's a tight window throw, he's not going to make it. A guy has to uh, either be wide open or easily defined as open for him to to feel comfortable throwing the football. So it'll be interesting to see in this game when, again, using pro hash marks, when the pressure comes quicker, how many sacks he takes, how many times he's willing to throw to a covered guy, which we know that's all you're going to see in the NFL. If he's not able to do that, then people are just seeing what they want to see about this kid. Emery, uh, when you take a look at running back, Rashard Penny has had some uh, some questions about his size, although you know, being 5'11", 220, is you know, not not too bad to me. We've seen a lot of NFL running backs registered, you know, at those levels, but also the kind of opponents he faced. How important is this game for Rashad Penny and his draft stock? I don't think it's as important. you got to remember, this is just practice, and this is, at its core, it's supposed to be an all-star game. 
Um, this is a guy that has two plus years of phenomenal film on display, and it's tough for running backs to get into a really good groove in these all-star games uh, because they're so heavily focused on the passing game uh, because that's what you see most of the time being ran in practice. Uh, they're trying to get the receivers a lot of work. There's more receivers and running backs on both teams, and you don't really want to run guys into the ground. So this game, as long as he doesn't come out injured, he, it's a win for him because he has phenomenal tape. I think he's going to be one of the top backs in his draft class. <clears throat> e, what's going on, my man? I want to double back and hop back in a little bit and talk to you about Baker Mayfield. So <clears throat> you say trouble making those throws in, 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 in the NFL, and that's kind of the same thing that you've seen this week while they're on the field. Now, would you say that this is the area that he can, can prove at in, between now and the combine or in his, in, his, in his possible pro day, or do you think this is something that's going to haunt him uh, throughout his first NFL season also? I think this is going to haunt him. This is, his game, if we're being honest, is very similar to Case Keenum. Now, when it's not there initially, he can break contain, extend the play a little bit, and, and then find an open guy. That's his game. That's Case Keenum's game. I wouldn't take that number one overall or in the top five in the first round. So he, this is just what he's going to have to be uh, used to doing unless he decides, hey, I'm going to just stay in the pocket and, and try to make quicker decisions. But that's not his game. That's not what makes him Baker Mayfield. And that's not what makes Case Keenum Case Keenum. You have to be able to create all script. He does a great job of that. But if it's not there, he's going to take a lot of facts and throw some bad interceptions. I just in particular, one drill yesterday, you saw these guys going on a half rollout, just warm-ups, half rollout and try to throw the ball to the sideline. So they're rolling. And, and granted, they're rolling to their left and their right-handed passers. But ball wobbled and died before it hit the, the bottom of the number. So those, And it was only maybe like two-mile-an-hour wind out there. So – those things you kind of look at and say, you know what, man, it, it may be tough for him to get that velocity that you need to make all of the throws from, from a one, two, three, four, five plant and throw standpoint. If he breaks contain and guys fly open, it's a scramble drill. Absolutely, he'll thrive there. Okay. Um, so, you know, on that front, it, it, and it's not just about Baker, but about a lot of the Big Twelve players in general in recent drafts the big 12 has gotten hammered uh, and really dropped in terms in relation to some of the other power fives, Pac 12 sec and even ACC have gotten far more players drafted. It's in part, I would imagine a result of the way they play in the big 12. It's difficult to evaluate their offensive linemen. Their quarterbacks are, are throwing in some instances seven on seven drills during the course of a game. And the wide receivers have not had consistent success. Do you think that trend continues or have some of the big 12 players shown themselves to be uh, more bankable NFL talents? It depends on the traits that you possess. Case in point, Patrick Mahomes last year had the, all of the physical t- tools that uh, Josh Allen has, but he also has the accuracy. He also has the pocket toughness. He also has the ability to make a tight throw and, and be accurate with that and not turn the ball over. I think that's the difference. You have to have those traits if you're going to play in a spread offense. That's why his talent superseded the system he came out of. So when you look at a guy like Baker Mayfield, when you look at even a Geno Smith, when you look at Landry Jones, the windows are so big in the Big 12 because of the, the wide hash marks. You could essentially spread the field um, so guys, you turn zone coverage into man coverage, and you're easily able to place the ball wherever you need to be. I mean, think about it. James Washington, a wide receiver for Oklahoma State, how many times, just on highlights, have we seen him run a, a post across air 
wide open and Mason Rudolph is able to drop the ball in the bucket. You know, how also you're going to see that in the NFL. Again, that's the difference. And when the hash marks become closer like they are in the NFL, the pressure comes faster. Therefore, you have to be able to stand there, deliver quickly and accurately in the face of that pressure. If you can't do that, if you're not accustomed to seeing that or doing that, and these guys haven't over the course of their three to four years or five years they've been playing college football in the Big 12, they're going to struggle to make that transition initially at the National Football League level. James Washington of Oklahoma State, uh, you know, some of the critics have said that, you know, that maybe he's not a he's maybe he's a product of the of the of the offense and the lack of defensive competition that he's faced. You know, what can we what's your opinion on him? And is there anything that you think, you know, coaches might be able to glean from talking to him and spending some time with him this weekend? This guy looks like a pro when you talk about off the bus ready, he's off the bus ready. I mean, whatever the strength and conditioning coach is at Oklahoma State, pay that man whatever he wants because he has these guys physically looking the part. And when he gets out there on the field, you see acceleration, you see explosiveness. He's been one of the better receivers out here all week long. His game actually reminds me of Chris Chambers when he played with the Miami Dolphins. Just an explosive guy, great hands. Don't worry about the height because he has long arms. He's able to attack the ball at his highest point. And he also shows the ability to not only track the football, but track it with acceleration. So he's able to pull away from defensive backs while tracking the football. And that's how he's able to end up with those big-time catches deep down the field. So to my, to, in my opinion, he's a legit deep threat in your offense. I think he's going to be a phenomenal pro. E, let me ask you this right quick before you get out of here. I was watching some senior bowl practice the other day, and they were talking with Mike Tannenbaum. He spoke about how back 10 years to 15 years ago, you came into the NFL, you had to play the NFL game. Now you're seeing coordinators and coaches meet these players more halfway. Any of these quarterbacks out there, if a, quarter, if a coordinator takes them on and wants to adapt to their style of play, can any of these two guys, the big guys, Allen and Mayfield, be successful? Hey. I guess I think maybe more Mayfield than, than Allen because of Mayfield's track record of being successful. We haven't seen Allen okay. be successful for the same period of time. So that's that's the but if it again, if it were me, it, it just I think a lot of it's I just don't like how the conversation is going with these okay. two quarterbacks this game, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, good stuff uh, out of Emory Hunt. You can find him on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. Uh, he does shows regularly here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Corey and I, I'm sure, will be doing combine and draft work with him as we get further into this draft process. E, have a good uh, game today uh, and safe travels home. Appreciate that, guys. All right. Well, we'll talk to him again soon. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about that and some of the prop bets for the Super Bowl after the break. 